On today's episode of the show, I have an Australian online personal trainer, Tyson Brown, and we're going to talk about a dietary strategy that can help you take control of your nutrition and help you to not only lose weight, but improve your health. You definitely don't want to miss it. Tyson's a cool dude. I really enjoyed talking to him, and I look forward to having him back on the show at a later time. So for that, I present to you my conversation earlier today with Tyson Brown. Hey everybody, so I have Tyson Brown here. Today we're going to talk about a dietary strategy that will help you to not only lose weight, but also to improve your health. So a brief thing about Tyson, who's also honored to be the first interviewee on the new Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. So Tyson is an, an Aussie online personal trainer who's been in the fitness industry for over six years, and he's teaching people how to lose weight and keep it off without giving up the foods they love through intermittent fasting, obviously what we're talking about today. Uh, some fun facts about Tyson. He loves coffee, his morning cold showers. I don't know how you do that, and is a book nerd. Uh, any Anything else you want to add to that, Tyson? Uh, no, nah, that pretty much covers it. Hey, apart from those three things, there's not much too exciting happening in my life at the moment. Hey, man, that, that's, that's cool. So uh, I know you have a very similar story to me in terms of you were overweight and then you obviously got that under control for yourself, and now it's your life's work to help other people, and you're doing it virtually, which is something that I've been tailoring myself towards over the last few years. So why don't you share your story uh, you know, in, in just a couple of minutes with the folks and let them know, you know what your battles were with whether it was obesity or just being overweight, and then uh, you know, where you've gone from there. Yeah, cool. So, like, like, I was never obese as a kid, but I was overweight. Like, I had a really, really bad diet. I mean, uh, typical breakfast for me would either be like mac and cheese in the morning, um, or it would be, you know, on the way to school, stop off and get a Subway sandwich, get like the whole, get everything, get the soft drink, get all that stuff. And it was just a terrible diet all the time. And when I realized, I think it was like, you know, I was in my teen years and I started to realize I was overweight, but obviously girls played a big factor in that time too. And so I was like, you know, I need to be able to lose the weight. I need to do something. And that's when I, I went to the guy who knows it all, the supplement guy, right? He went, I went and asked him and he gave me the diet plan and sold me his supplements. He's like, yep, you're good to go. And so I lost the weight. Like I started losing weight because all I was eating pretty much was raw, ch- uh, raw chicken breast, like, you know, bland chicken breast with, uh, with the brown rice and the, and, the, and the broccoli and all those things. And it really worked for me, but I became too strict. And what happened was when I lost all the weight, I was really scared to go back to how I was eating. And I was like, you know, like I can't, like I wouldn't want to go out with friends and family to dinner. I would stress out because I couldn't weigh my food, uh, things like that. It was typically like I was living the actual strict bodybuilding diet when I wasn't even trying to build, build a bodybuilder. And then I, there was times where I'd binge, like I'd have the opposite effect. I'm like, you know, I'd go to a fridge and I could eat a whole cake at night. You know, it was just that, it was just that terrible, terrible mindset. And I was like, there's got to be something else out here. So like most people, jumped on the bodybuildingforums.com, was going through it for ages, and I just happened to stumble across intermittent fasting and went completely against what everyone else is talking about, right? Now, this is back in 2009, 2010, when people just were completely, you know, eat your six meals a day, do all that stuff. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I need to do something. I can't control myself at the moment. I just kind of just went for it. And ever since I started doing intermittent fasting, I found that I was still like I would still eat ninety, like I still do now ninety to eighty percent whole nutritious food all the time, but I could still have that little bit of let's say treat food every now and then and not feel guilty about it or 
and just be able to have better control over my eating. And just like people started seeing like, hey, you know, like you're getting really good results from it. I had more energy. I was just, I was loving the way I was living. And then they'd see me eat these really big portions of food, you know, like, you know, I was still satisfying that fat kid at heart. I was eating my potatoes. I was eating my veggies, but I was feeling full after my meal. I was like, man, this is great. And then so I started teaching more and more people about it. And basically this has kind of just become like my way of living because it's not a strict diet. You can you still should be eating 80 to 90% of your whole nutritious foods. But having the little play around in there is the is the most I feel like it's the most uh, livable way for people too. And that's why I've been teaching it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And and that's something that I found out about over the last couple of years. And uh, same thing I heard about on bodybuilding forums and you know, same thing on my journey. Uh, I got very strict myself. And, and, you know, at first it was, it was with calorie counting portion control. I was literally like measuring things out in my kitchen all the time, whether it was takeout or I was making it at home. And then I, I kind of went nuts about that. So I went almost the reverse other direction where at first I went paleo, then I went keto. And then obviously with keto, you got to take these certain macronutrient ranges and you know eat X percent fat and protein. And that also, I did that for six months and I was burnt out. So when I found intermittent fasting, you're 100% right where, yes, you still need to prioritize the healthy foods, but there is that wiggle room. And because you're only eating within a small window throughout the day, and we'll get into that in just a second, just to inform folks who may not be as familiar with intermittent fasting as you or I are, uh, it really does help to kind of quell any damage that can be done. Whereas, you know, like you said, eating six meals a day, if you're eating garbage throughout the day, it's not going to help. Whereas if you're eating it in a smaller window, there's a much lower likelihood that you're going to eat a great deal of it. So uh, before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and what it is. For the folks at home, Tyson, who don't know what intermittent fasting is, if you have to sum it up in a few sentences, what would you say it is? Okay, so first of all, the first thing I'll say is never think of intermittent fasting as a diet because it's not. It's a lifestyle approach. You are not following a certain specific type of food that you have to eat in this period. It's simply controlling times where you are eating and times where you're not eating. So everyone does it during the day. You know, whether you go to sleep, you've, you've intermittent fasted for eight hours, right? But what we're looking at is obviously doing it for longer periods of time, but it's just a simply period of where you are not eating and a period of where you are eating. Mm-hmm. Sure. So do you have a, a certain range of time fasting versus time eating? I know typically it's 16 hours fasting, eight hours eating, but you can obviously stretch out the fasting window and shorten the feeding window. So do you have an ideal range that you like to work in personally and then maybe an ideal range that you have your clients work in? Are those one and the same or how does that yes. work? So basically, you know, there is the intermittent fasting, which is 16, eight, which is the typical, most people know that, right? Hmm. Then you can obviously go longer. So you can do 18, 19, 20. We, I don't know why we like to go up in two hours, you know, it's like 16, 18, 20. It doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, then there's also things as alternate day fasting. So you could do like, uh, like if you've heard of the five, two diet, you know, you do two days without eating, uh, sorry, you do like one day of 800 calories on, let's say a Monday and another day on a Thursday. So they all work too. And the, the thing I say to my clients is what's going to work best for you? Are you someone who can go without food for 16 hours a day? Or are you someone who wants to maybe just do one or two fasts a week? Because everyone's going to be different, right? Sure. So that's the biggest thing first. Always ask like, you know, guys, there's no set rule when it comes to intermittent fasting. You've got to find out what works for you. Sure. The second thing for me is I do, I've, I'm actually trying to bulk at the moment, right? So I've got a bigger eating window, which is eight hours of eating, as opposed to usually, I'd, I'd usually do about 18 to 20 hour fast, but currently I'm doing a 16 hour fast and then an eight hour eating window. 
And then every Saturday from 3 p.m. until Sunday, 3 p.m., I'll just do a 24-hour fast too. Oh, great. Okay. So let's talk about the benefits. So first, we'll start with just intermittent fasting. So obviously, you're not going even a full day without eating, though you're going a vast majority of a day without eating. So what are the benefits of intermittent fasting? And then after that, let's get into the benefits of maybe doing a full day fast or maybe even a longer one. Yeah. So the benefits of intermittent fasting, I think the biggest thing, like most people focus on this from a weight loss perspective, right? And so I think the biggest benefit is you should get to control what you eat in a shorter amount of time. Because the less you have to think about food, the less you have to worry about what you put in on your plate, you, you're just less likely to eat bad food over time when you have that shorter window. So it's more about being able to control when you're eating during the day. And I like that. Like It gives everyone that sense of control, right? That's a big benefit for people. Another thing that people notice is they have better mental focus and more productivity because they're not thinking about food. And when you actually eat, you're taking blood flow away from your brain and it's going to your digestive system, right? And so that's when people, they can feel sluggish. They can just, you know, you don't have as much mental concentration. But when you don't have that food, you don't have to think about it. You can just be on point, whether it be at work, whether it be doing whatever it is, you can just be really, really honed and focused in. So they're two of the things. that They're probably the biggest things that people notice. But when it comes to other type of things, there's a cell autophagy, which is getting rid of bad cells being replaced with good cells, which obviously, like you said, the longer you fast, the more of that is going to go on too. Mm-hmm. Right. Which leads me to the, to the next question. So is there any benefit to, instead of doing intermittent fasting or 16, 18, 20-hour fast followed by a short feeding window, is there any benefit to doing, I know you said you personally do a full-day fast from you know, Saturday 3 p.m. to Sunday 3 p.m. So what's the benefit of doing that versus you know, maybe just doing a 16-8 ritual throughout the week? Okay, so for me, I do it because it, there's, a, there's a cellular cleanup that happens in your body when you go. The longer you fast, the more your body doesn't have to work on digesting and breaking down food. So then it can go into other processes in the body, getting rid of bad cells. Um, like cell, It's called cellular, like there's autophagy. There's things like that that happen in the body. And also, it kind of just gives you a reset. Let's say you've had a couple of bad days of eating or anything like that. You're resetting your palate. You're resetting the way your hunger cues are, and you're kind of just giving your body time to rest and recover, which is really, really important. For me, I have a couple of digestive issues too on occasion, you know, and when I get to let my stomach just rest, like I'm, it's going to be a bit TMI, but I have better, like, you know, I just go to the bathroom better when I do that longer term fast because it gives my digestion system time to just kind of catch up. So the big benefits, like if, if people are just doing it for weight loss, I really wouldn't recommend you try and do these 24, 48, 72 hour fasts because they're not all like the longer term fasting, you're risking muscle loss, first of all. Sure. Number two, people do it because they want the quick result, right? Oh, I want to see another five or 10 pounds gone. And you shouldn't be doing that because that actually develops an unhealthy relationship with food too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and let's get into that because that's something that a lot of people struggle with. So you mentioned you personally dealt with this. I know I dealt with this. I love to binge eat. I, I have a sweet tooth, you know, still to this day sometimes. So when I cheat, it tends to be in that direction. So there is this unhealthy relationship, right, with so many different diets where, you know, because there is some restrictive component. I mean, I guess one could argue that with intermittent fasting, you are restricting the amount of time that you can eat within. But I, there are so many benefits, like you said, between mental focus, obviously autophagy, which you may not notice, you know, offhand in the moment, but obviously it does happen. So, um, so, so talk about how um, intermittent fasting can help you uh, develop a better uh, food relationship or, or eating relationship versus maybe 
you know, something like keto or calorie counting or something like that when you don't really have any other structure outside of that? Yeah. So one thing, well, like, let's let's take keto for example, right? You're cutting out carbohydrates, pretty much everything, right? And you're also a lot of people they don't realize they have to keep their protein pretty low too. It just has to be a lot of fat in your diet. And the thing is, sure, it's great for a short term result. You will see you will see results with keto. You will see results with any strict diet. But the thing is, it's not sustainable for the long run because we all still like you're going to be going out with friends and family eventually. You want to still be able to maybe, like if you drink, I don't personally, but if you drink on the weekends, you might want to have that in your diet. So when you can control the shorter amount of time you're eating, and let's say you're going to go out with your friends on a Friday night, okay, maybe I might do a 22-hour fast or whatever and just have that big meal that I'm going to go out with my friends and family with so you still can have your, let's say, cheap meal, whatever it's going to be, but it's going to be less detrimental. So you're still going to be able to have the food you enjoy, while still being able to lose weight because you can control how much you're actually eating during the day. Right, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that. So uh, that would lead to another question. You kind of answered it, but for folks who may not have put made the connection like I just did. So you're saying that you don't have to be strict with like, let's say you settle on a 16-8, like you just do the standard thing. And that's essentially your focus every single day. You're saying if you know on a Friday night you're going out to dinner with friends or you're going to a bar and you're going to have some appetizers and you know some wings and mozzarella sticks, things that you probably shouldn't be eating and a, and a lot of beer and stuff like that, it would be better to maybe do a longer fast that day and hold off until you arrive at the restaurant, at the bar, at the party, wherever you are going. And that way you can indulge or whatever you want to call it. I, I, don't, I don't like looking at it that way either. But not have the negative result that you might have had if you had eaten, even if you had eaten healthier earlier in the day. Absolutely. It's kind of just like, you know, think of it like a bank account, right? You got some savings of calories. Like, I know we don't talk about the calorie things, but you've got some savings there to mitigate that offset. And at the end of the day, let's say you've made the mistake. Like, let's say you completely just go nuts on a Friday night, right? Well, the benefit of intermittent fasting is that you can fast longer for the next day and just eat a little bit less too. Because like, let's say on Friday night, you just go balls to the wall. Saturday, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do a 22-hour fast. I'm just going to have one good solid meal, which is meat and vegetables. And then you get back to eating normal on Sunday. Like, you know, you get back to your 16-8 and you can, it kind of just puts it back at a flat line. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the great thing about intermittent fasting. So guys, even though you know, we like to think of diet or nutrition stringently, because that's what we've been taught, like from inception and school, we we're talking about calorie counting and portion control. And then maybe as we you know, evolved and we developed, we learned about other things, but there's always that form of restriction. But with intermittent fasting, you can still make it flexible to fit your lifestyle and to fit the events in your lifestyle. So that that's what's so beneficial about it versus maybe some other dietary methods. So, you know, Tyson, you're an online personal trainer, obviously, and, and I do I do that as well on my end. So uh, talk about some of the types of uh, workouts you do with your clients and what you think really works well in terms of, of getting that result. So obviously nutrition is probably the biggest physical component, but when incorporated with a good exercise strategy, that can help expedite the process. So what methods do you use with your clients to get them uh, the best result? So it's a combination of weights and cardio, right? You should never, like at the end of the day, cardio is always going to burn more calories, but you should not just be focusing on, I'm going to do loads and loads and loads of cardio to burn calories because you're risking losing muscle mass if you're not having that weight training component. Plus, you're going to build more muscle when you do weight and it's going to burn more calories over time just in general. So I always 
it always depends on the person, right? You might be someone who lives a very, very busy lifestyle and you can only train four days a week. So I would combine it with two days of weight training, full body routines, and then two days of cardio routines. So you always want to try and split it up between cardio and weights, but weight should always take your priority first because it's going to give you much bigger bang for your buck in the long run. However, you don't need to train with weights every day either, right? Like you don't need to be a you don't need to be the bro who does arms on Monday and chest on Tuesday and things like that. If you're doing two to three full body days a week and that's all you have time for, that's completely fine too. So it's always based around my clients and what their needs are. Sure, absolutely. Do you ever do, uh, inter- just out of curiosity, do you do interval training or your Tabata, any of that type of stuff where you maybe combine the cardio and the weight training in one session? Yeah, so it all, like like I said, it all depends on the person. If they're short on time, like they want to do like a circuit train or anything like that, absolutely. If they want to do Tabata, if they're going to do interval training, I will do it on like cardio days and I will, that's going to be predominantly because the thing is you can try and do interval training with your weights, but you will never be able to fully push yourself as hard. I mean, you can go extremely hard doing Tabata with weight training, but compared to sprints or compared to, you know, if you run up that hill and you do that eight times, I feel like you're going to be much more wrecked than doing Tabata training. But however, if people like the circuit work, they can absolutely enjoy that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, basically what, what Tyson's saying too is you got to find someone that fits your lifestyle, not just around, your, you know, the time, but also around your goals. So for some people, maybe that includes more cardio. For others, it may include more weight. So you got to have, you know, obviously maybe your, your main goal is to lose weight, but maybe you want to also pack on muscle. Maybe you want to lean up. There's going to be different approaches. So don't get married to any one thing. There's definitely ways to do it. So uh, Tyson, did you, did, did you have any parting words? And, and then we're obviously going to find out where folks can find you and, and anything like that. So do you have any parting words for folks regarding intermittent fasting, losing weight in general? Yeah, um, the, the big thing I want to cover like before I go is we, I came on here today to talk about intermittent fasting and as much as it works for me and it works for you and it works for other people, it's not going to work for everyone. So if you try it and it doesn't work for you, don't beat yourself up. Like This is not a magic bullet approach. It's just a simple strategy to help you. So if you find that you like to eat more smaller meals throughout the day and it keeps you satisfied, then that might be that might be the thing for you. Like if you if you find yourself binging too much when you do intermittent fasting or if you just feel like you know you can't concentrate or anything like that, then it might not be for you and there's completely nothing wrong with that too. This is just a simple tool that I use with myself and my clients that I found very, very valuable too. But never get married to one approach. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Now, obviously, there's there's quality approaches. You know, nutritionally, we, we mentioned a few on uh, earlier in this, whether, you know, keto or paleo, you know, find something that works for you. And if you're able to do that, and you're able to incorporate a strategy like intermittent fasting, it really does help. But again, it doesn't work for everybody. Everybody's wired a little differently. So be cognizant of your body and its needs and, and go from there. So Tyson, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you online? Uh, probably the biggest place at the moment is Instagram. So it's at Tyson the Trainer with two R's. Um, or they can go to my website, tysonbrown.com.au. And if they put forward slash IF, I've got a free cheat sheet they can download. It's got 40 tips over how to incorporate intermittent fasting into their life. Awesome. Yeah, guys, you definitely want to check that out. It's definitely not as regimented as some of the other nutritional strategies out there. So you definitely want to take Tyson up on that. So Tyson, thanks a lot for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. We'll definitely have you back soon. Hopefully to talk about something else. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. So do me a favor. If you like this episode, if you like the show, please subscribe either to my YouTube channel or to one of my audio podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. 
Also, if you'd like, you can join my free Facebook group. All you got to do is go to the search bar on Facebook, type in Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. you see my beautiful mug right there. Just ask to join. You'll be let in very shortly. And like I said, we're going to be coming at you with three episodes every single week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, holiday permitting and all that good stuff. But it was great having Tyson on, and I look forward to bringing you more guests, both in the health, fitness, nutrition space, as well as maybe some clients of mine who are millennials who are going through what you've gone through and come out the other side all the better for it. So definitely tune in tomorrow, May 31st, for our next episode of the podcast. So that's it for today. For that, I am Pete Weintraub, Permanent Weight Loss Specialist, signing off. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day, everyone.